Hello, hello, and welcome to the Piscinian Aquarius. I don't know. You have to say, what does that mean? Pisces. Oh, I was trying to be coy and understanding. But, however, uh, welcome <laughs> to another episode of Red, White, and Coconut. I am Jess. And I'm Tatiana. And we are here. Um, I know some of y'all last week were like, what? What happened? What happened? Where y'all go? I can actually talk about that. Um, well, do not fret. Uh, we're here today. Uh, but we uh, had to take a little some time off last week. Let's touch on that, though. Oh, Because cool. I made the call of not doing anything last <laughs> week. So I just needed to be by myself. Oh, I don't even think I told you that. I didn't. Well, tell, I, I never told you a reason why. I assumed that's what it was. I just like I, last weekend. And I um, disrespect that. You know? On Saturday, I was supposed to hang out with my mom, and I got out of bed from taking a nap, and I just I couldn't. Like I couldn't go. Mm. I couldn't do anything. I got out of bed, and I was like, I love my mom so much, but I can't go to this event with her mm-hmm. because I physically need to lay it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did that and that made me happy. And then when the next day came, Sunday, um, I woke up that morning and I was like, I don't want to be around anyone today. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to talk to anyone. I was supposed to go out with someone that day. I had to cancel that. I was supposed to record the podcast with Jess. I had to cancel that. Like, I just wasn't feeling it. And I was so proud of myself for being able to identify that and being mm-hmm. okay with that instead of, like, trying to push through and not being, like, 100% Tatiana. That in itself was a feat. Yeah. To say, no, I mm-hmm. need to recharge yeah. You know. Like the feeling was so strong of like, no, I don't wanna see another human breathe right now. Like I don't wanna see I mean that's real. Anyone. I mean you gotta you have to you have to recharge, man. And sometimes you just need to sit and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like real talk. You just have to and being around other people can be like very exhausting. Yeah, it can be. Um so yeah, that's fine. We took you took a break because self care. You know, we can't be mad about that. Or why would we not? I mean, that's the means of this. <laughs> no, no, okay. we also didn't explain that. So I wanted to know oh, the true. reason behind. Like we didn't put a post or nothing about it. Just oh, yeah. didn't even know. I didn't tell her. So I yeah. wanted y'all to know why we took that break. I assumed it was because I remember you had posted something on your uh, Instagram yeah. about it, and I was like, oh, she's probably taking a mental health day, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. I res- I, res- I respect all those decisions. Um. On the other hand, I think I also did the same thing. I mean, because since we ended up not recording, I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm staying in today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with this. I'm here for it. Uh, but we're back. We're here. We got a different uh, episode for you all today, uh, which is more of a uh, reflection of sorts and um, how the... What what have what are we learning? What is being learnt? What are we accepting thus far? Now that we are a good couple months into this new year, yeah, we're almost at the court. The quarter mark would actually be now. I'm thinking about it towards the end of March. Yeah, but whatever, we can still yeah. do a quarter reflection. So we're not going to. We're also eating cuties, oranges. <laughs> this is my way of curbing my sweet tooth. Mm. It, it has not worked, by mm. the way. 
you told me that you were like, you know, get some fruit, get something really sweet. I did. Yeah, it don't work. I would go with a pineapple, though. I eat pineapple, too. Oh, okay. It still don't work. Oh. I still want Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's real. Um, <laughs> that's my trick, y'all. If you want to oh. curve your sweet to get the most sweetest fruit and just eat that. And a LaCroix, a sparkling beverage. I have these cuties that have pineapples and I have strawberries. I still mm. be like, bring on the cookies. <laughs> is there like a vegan friendly frosting? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. That could be an option. Mm. Teaspoon of that. I guess. My brain doesn't know when to cut it off. Mm. The sugar. Somebody told me that. They were like, you know, if you want like chocolate, just eat like a small like snack size, mm-hmm. you know, fun size. Yeah. Thing. And I'm like, okay. That works for that day. And then the next day, I want to eat three more. If I, like, I don't. I literally do not know how to cut it off in my brain. Oh, that's real. That is real. Oh, y'all! I totally forgot to tell you um, where to find us. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find us on the following uh, Instagram, Red White Coca Oil, uh, on the iTunes and the SoundCloud, as well as on our email, Red White and Coconut Oil at gmail.com. Yep. And that's it. So what's new? How's your... Actually, we're skipping friend check. We are. This is going to be one big-ass friend check. Yeah. So, because um, I think it's important to kind of do one big check-in. Let's see where we are, where we're moving towards, you know, since, you know, life and transitional things is real. So when you think about 2019, mm-hmm. man, this year has, it's already moving. Spring is in, like, two or three weeks. Yeah. That's insane. What's one thing you're like, dang, thinking about this year already, something hit me really quick and I need to get that shit together <laughs> um, going into the rest of this month? I think uh, I was like really good kick in January. February, it fell off. Mm-hmm. And just... A good kick of what? What do you mean? I had a good kick of energy and like oh, feeling hopeful and like things are moving in a great direction. Checking off all my things on my to-do list. Yeah. February was like the pits. It was like hell. It was like the pits of a bad underarm pit. (laughs) That was like musting to the point where like maggots were growing out of the armpit. Oh, Lord. Very descriptive, right? Um, So that's how my February went. Yeah. (laughs) What like what happened? I, I think what it is is um so I had was like going on all these interviews, like feeling really hopeful and I was like I went on five interviews. Uh-huh. One of those have gotta come through, right? So I was like feeling real good and I remember one of my February goals was says don't stress about March. Mm. And uh, TMI, it's like literally by my door because my door is by my bathroom. So every time I'm sitting on the toilet, I have to look at my goals for February. And uh, and one of them was like, don't stress about March. So I was like, okay, all these interviews, something's going to come up. All of them, nothing. Mm -hmm. So I immediately was like, great, now what? (laughs) Uh, So that bummed me out. Which then, of course, puts me in a whole downward spiral of other thousands of thoughts and things in my life. So, that really just put me in a huge funk. Mm-hmm. And uh, and literally, March 3rd, I think I'm I'm kind of getting out of it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I told myself next week, I just need to focus on 
my trip to New York and to Philadelphia because like I can't focus on anything else right now because like I will I just feel like useless so I was like great <laughs> this is that this thanks 2019 and you just started so I was <laughs> so that was a little bummed that bummed me out yeah. something raw so which was unfortunate because it was like I was feeling good about things like my birthday and I was feeling good about like seeing people and then like slowly things started being stripped away from me um and I wanted to tell the world to fuck off mm-hmm. and uh, I did numerous times I think I spent most of February I think I cried in February three times out of the week mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah three times out of the week I was like this is real mm-hmm. so yep 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 I might have even broken some things in my apartment like mm-hmm. it's uh, <laughs> out of pure rage mm-hmm. um so Hey, Jessica's being vulnerable. TMI, friends. <laughs> hey, you can't even see what I'm doing, but that's okay. Uh, so, yeah. That's my February. And now we're in March. I don't know what to do. I mean, I know what to do. Let me let me rephrase that. I know exactly what to do. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to... I just need to refocus. I told my cousin today, because um, she's went through a huge thing... Um, and it's like, sometimes you have to just hit the restart but- button fast and hard. And I just need to do it fast and hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's re- kind of reevaluating my life right now. Mm-hmm. Does this happen every five year of every decade? <laughs> I don't know. Well, because, like, I felt like when I turned 25, it was the quarter life crisis. Uh-huh. Now that I'm 35, I'm like, ah! <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what's happening? years back and I'm gonna be in my cute little place somewhere with a ch- with child like I don't like it's so bizarre I don't know yeah yeah I've been really trying not to like um uh compare mm. everyone else in my age grade right now I mean it's kind of hard not to you know yeah but I was telling someone that over the weekend that like everyone in our, like our lives are so public now in a way that it just hasn't been before. Yeah. And it sometimes can be difficult to like get on Facebook or Instagram or whatever the case may be. You may see everyone, um, all of your friends are getting married or having kids yeah. or whatever, you know, career, whatever the case may be. And you may feel like, dang, I thought I was going to be there, but I'm not. And now I feel shady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, I feel that. I understand Yeah, that's like, that's real. So, I am just trying to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, that went, yeah, that's that. I mean, I have another thing, but I know we're going to talk about that too. Yeah, we'll bounce back and yeah. forth. Um, so, my first one is, I realized this year that I'm much stronger than I think. Now I'm stronger than yesterday. yesterday. Hey, <laughs> That was a moment. Hilaire, hilaire, hilaire. But no, 
I'm so much stronger than I think I am. And I'm referring to being physically strong and uh, uh, mentally. <laughs> I was trying to say emotionally and mentally strong. Um, physically fit. Y'all already know about the fitness stuff. I won't go too deep into that. But just like seeing my body change over like from December 31st to January 31st to now March 3rd, it's like freaking mind-blowing like just what your body can do once you set a certain goal to it and just Mm -hmm. believe in yourself like physically strong yes but mentally strong like to even say to myself you can be a bodybuilder titanic you can do it and like just looking over the past few months of my life and just seeing like the amount of dedication i've given this thing and just seeing myself just pushing and pushing and pushing and waking up at 4 a.m waking up at 5 a.m at the gym till 10 p.m. at night like all these different things that I I didn't think that I would be doing before but I'm actually doing them it just shows me that I'm so much stronger um than I ever thought I was and I'm really pushing myself to those bounds to even like test that out that's that's real that's real you always always find new new transitions in life bring on uh another level of strength yeah is what I I think um and it was like super cliche but um it's true mm-hmm. um I, f- I for sure think that i'm still sitting a 200 plus strong club <laughs> but yeah that's that's real that is totally real is there something that like you what is something that you think like because of that that you like want to like really work on to like, move forward on in what aspect? Knowing that, like, you are strong, you're feeling stronger physically and mentally and all those things. And then within that, is there anything you're like, because I know those those things, here's here's a part of my life I want to change or move forward on differently. Not have a different mindset. Yes, that actually takes into my second. <laughs> That's a good transition. Yeah. Also wasn't planned. Um, so that has made me tackle... Let me not say tackle as if I have reached like a a level in this. That has put me in a position to want to tackle. No, I don't want to say it as if I'm not going to do it. I'm just trying to be very careful with my words. Mm -hmm. It's put me in a place where I'm becoming more aware and more conscious of how I'm dating or getting to know people. Like how I want to tackle that Mm. world. Um, Because it's it's putting me in a position to realize that I'm so good with just being by myself. Mm. And that is something, my friends, it has taken me years to get to that point of being able to say that and really mean, know what it meant to be alone. Mm. Like at first I used to think, oh, I live alone, therefore I am alone. I'm alone every day. What do you Mm. mean? I come home to an, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's not what it is. It's like this feeling of like, I'm content as hell being in my room with my plants with my dog <laughs> and watching TV. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be out with someone. or I don't need to be in the company of a guy. While that is great, don't get it. Don't get that confused with me saying, like, I don't want that. I don't need that. And mm. I'm not 1,000% settled on that feeling, mm. but I'm way more further in that feeling than mm. I was this time last year. For sure. Mm. Like... It's very typical of me to like have like almost a Rolodex of of guys (laughs) who I will like hang out with and chill with and I can call this person for that. Or Mm -hmm. if I want to do this, I can call, you know, that type of Mm -hmm, thing. mm -hmm. Or whether that be related to sex, whether that be related to attention. It can be, you know, a lot of different things that I've done in the past, but now I don't 
want that anymore. Like, I don't want to have this man for this and this man. For, like, I don't want that. Like, I just want to meet really great people. And my hopes is that that turns into me having a partner. But I'm okay with this process of me, uh, you know, it's kind of focusing more on myself and more on my fitness and just like being at home and chill. I don't need that all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I think it's important that we like focus on ourselves so that we put out the energy we want to get those people that we want to come into our beings. And I want to be like very careful. I don't want anyone to hear this and think like, oh, like she's arrived at that feeling. Like that's how she feels every single day. Yeah. That's definitely not the case. But like I said, more times than none, especially comparison to last year, I feel that way. Um, And tapping into what Jess, your original question was like, has this, you know, feeling stronger mentally, physically, and emotionally, has that made me want to like focus on other parts, like channel that in other parts of my life? That is what fitness has done for me. I know we've mm-hmm. talked about this so many times, but for those who have not listened to those episodes, like fitness put me in a position to be in a space where I'm solely focused on myself mm-hmm. and solely focused on becoming better at something. Mm-hmm. So that now it's at a point where fitness is so important to me and so much of a part of my life that I don't need those other things anymore. Wow. Does that make no, sense? No, it makes total sense. That makes total yeah. sense. We have to train our brains, you know, to like, we have to train ourselves to do the things that we want to accomplish. Yeah. Which is hard. Yeah. You know, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's what I think. We have to like unlearn things. I have a lot of things to unlearn. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you get to a certain point and you don't. I, no one wants to be like, excuse me, like in their 80s, just grumpy and sad because they right. didn't like challenge. You didn't challenge yourself in a time where you had the opportunity to challenge yourself and to shift, shift your mindset and do all those uh, fun stuff to, like, achieve uh, a, a whatever, achieve a level of success. Because I think our success, is, our success just changes as we, as we change, you know? Yeah. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something that, like, you and I have spoken about, like, what fitness is for us but i'm trying to think like what would be an equivalent for someone else like if fitness wasn't your thing but something that you can like completely enthrall yourself into and it almost forces you to just focus on yourself and not any of these other external things i think i think it's a i think it's many things can do that for you Mm -hmm. i think anything that you are passionate about is that is your is your equivalent to fitness Mm-hmm. Um, I think anything, cause all it, all you're saying is like, I am passionate about this thing. Cause that's where I might, so then my personal energy is going to go in that. Yeah. And then you let that, uh, move you and into whatever direction you allow it to go. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I think it can be anything that yeah, you true. put your mind to. If you're an artist, you can draw all the time. If you cook, you cook all the time. And then all of a sudden now because you decided to engage in that, you you had you know all these new tricks, and now you have a cookbook five years down the yeah. line. You know what I mean? Or um, you decided to start detailing cars one day because you were, you know what I mean? And now all yeah. of a sudden, now you all, you revive you revive pimp my you, ride. You know what I mean? So it's like you, you revive pimp my yes. ride. That is your end. You didn't realize that was going to be your end goal. <laughs> But you're like, it all started one day when I was down in the dumps and I decided to go fix my car, you know? 
So, I think anything that you are passionate about mm-hmm. is the equivalent to how we feel about fitness. Yeah, that's that's very true. You know, um, that that's 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 where it where it is. I think one thing for me, I think what. <laughs> 2019 is uh, revealing to me because mm-hmm. I had someone tell me once uh, within the last couple of weeks that they go, sounds like to me you don't know what career you want. And I felt like I got red to filth after I heard that. <laughs> and I Finger was like, wagging and Yes, everything. and I was like, Burp. I was like, I know exactly what I want. Right. I think uh, it took me by it took kind of set me back because of the current visit the current situation that I am in right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is yes, yes. I, I have I have a lot of cool shit happening with my business, Creative Spaces. I am I feel very confident to say pretty much every month in 2019 I'm working with a different client. Like I can say that. Right. Uh, well, the April I'll have the summer off possibly if this other thing doesn't come through um and then i'm back at it again come you know the new fall year mm-hmm. and who knows what's going to come out of you know when i go to the conference next month so like i feel grateful to say that and i don't say it often i don't say that i'm grateful for this because right now it's just a side hustle and it just does this that, and then so um but i want that and i also want this acting thing and then of course i an actual full-time job would be nice as well. I don't think for me, and I've talked about this before on here, and this is what I told this person. I said, I don't know if it's, it's a, it's not a means of choosing with me. It's a means of finding balance. And that's really all it always has been. Mm -hmm. And I, that regardless of all the other shit that I'm going through, Mm -hmm. that is one thing I know I'm capable, that I know is in my cards of life. I will find balance in that. Yeah. And I feel very confident and be like, I will find balance in that. I don't know how it's going to look right now, right? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And I've tried it in various different places that I've worked at. But I know what the end goal is. Mm-hmm. So I can't, there's no picking and choosing for me. Right. It's just finding the right amount of time for each thing. Because I've done none of those things. All those things bring me joy, Marie Kondo. But like, I don't, I like, I, so it's, it's not a matter of picking and choosing. It's a matter of how do I make sure I'm connecting all of it together. Yeah. That's always, that's the only reason I went back to school to get my master's. So it's like, it's always been in me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also curious to know, do you think that you have to have it all at one time? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I know that I, right, for me the end goal is business and acting. That's always just like the end goal. And that mm-hmm. can happen in the next five years. That can happen when I'm 45. That can happen when I'm 50. Hell, it could happen this year. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoy, I enjoy working. I enjoy working. I enjoy um, having a full-time job. I enjoy, I enjoy that aspect of like getting up in the morning and having that routine. Now, the whole thing now is where I'm picky at is the type of employment that I seek out mm-hmm. now has changed. Because I, in order for me to do X, Y, and Z this other space it needs to look differently. Yeah. So like I've been very strategic about that. Which I think it's fine to be strategic in how you want your life to move. Mm-hmm. Um 
I think you have to have strategy. You have to. She's going with going with the wind. <laughs> yeah, like I, I mean, I want my life to move X way, so I know where I, what what kind of jobs I need to look for. I know what kind of clients I need to pursue. I know what kind of shows I want to audition for. So I just, mm-hmm. I just do it. Granted, n- n- all three of those apartments, it's about as bad as a wet, wild western. It's dry as all get out. So that <laughs> is among other stresses for me. Uh-huh. But um, but it's just about balance. At, at the end of the day, I just want balance. That's it. I don't feel balanced at all. But mm-hmm. I can just get balance. Yeah. That's it. That's real. Yeah. In life and love. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what are all the areas you want to become more balanced in? I think I just want, I want to mentally become be more balanced. I want to be able to like, I want to be able to fully be, <laughs> I'm chuckling because I have a whole keynote about authenticity, right? And I'm learning, I'm going to put this stuff, this new content in here. Mm-hmm. Is even as someone who prefers people to be themselves at all time, I'm still, I still am very selective about who I am with, um, with people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's been coming <laughs> rather relevant in my life these last couple of <laughs> these last couple of weeks mm-hmm. about who I choose to let in yeah. and what's interesting is because I remember growing up um and having people tell me that I was either too brash or um I can like always like ah, oh, what's wrong with Jessica what's wrong with Jessica like as if, because I'm, I, 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 at a very young age, I've always had these, like, emotional walls mm-hmm. up for whatever reason. I've, I've clearly been creating this narrative in my head since I've been in high school. Especially in groups of people. Mm. That's so powerful to acknowledge that yeah. you've been creating a narrative since high school. I like, didn't, yeah. Over, I'm, what, 20 something years? Yeah, like, I'm well aware of that. Like, mm. I remember... When I got, <laughs> I was on homecoming court, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I was popular in high school. I mm-hmm. Far from, but I was on homecoming court and people knew who I was. And like people who went, I went to high school with would be like, oh no, you were like, I didn't see that because whom I thought was popular was another group of people. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't look at myself as in the know or in the now. Mm-hmm. I specifically remember, um, when I, when they were like, Jessica, you got in homecoming court. I literally was like, I took the balloon to him. I was like, really? <laughs> and I was mm. like, thanks. Like, I didn't know, I, like any normal person in high school would have been like, oh my gosh, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I got in homecoming court. I immediately thought, why is this for me? Uh, I don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to now know who voted for me. You know right. what I mean? Like, instead of just accepting the fact that this good thing happened to me, mm-hmm. I immediately was, like, distancing and uh, deflecting to this, like, this is awkward. Right. Um, and then I went on to choir. And I was like, did anyone, is this real? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, going, you know, it's high school. Like, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know there's many of moments through my, through uh, growing up that I like, or how some of my friends reacted to how I reacted to something. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only had one friendship end because of how I am. Mm. And I and it's and I yeah. So I think it's things I've always known about myself. I just I just fear about like 
what does it look like to fix those things? Since it's so much, you know, it's deep work. It's deep work. Like it's deep work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's work that I'm like I don't know if I can do this by myself. <laughs> so, yeah, I think for me that's that's definitely uh, something I've always known. Mm-hmm. And now I know I need to figure out how to like break those barriers. Yeah. That's everything that goes down with asking for help that I struggle. Like all of that stems from this idea of like I don't deserve good, you know. Have you ever talked to your parents about it? And if so, what was their take on it? Oh my parents my parents know about this. They What was their take on it? Well <sighs> I remember growing up I my mom used to be like, You can't just let everybody in. Like she used to tell me that mm-hmm. because I used to I remember just be like, I'll just befriend everybody. Like, mm-hmm. come into my circle. Yeah. And then I remember I got hurt one time by a friend or whatever. Um, and she's like, you just can't be letting everybody in. Mm-hmm. And and I remember I, it was a moment. Uh, I feel like I can't remember these moments, but I just remember like being hurt the mm-hmm. minute I let someone in. Mm-hmm. And so then she was like, you can't let everybody in. And so from a very young age, I started being very, like, how much information do you want to know about me? I'm only going to give you this much. You can only come this far. Mm. Now, it's going to be up to you if I allow you to let me break these walls down. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Very selective. Mm. Very selective. So what what is their thoughts on the you... The part where you where you said you don't really you're not open to like good things happening to you or you when it happens oh, you, like you're so, skeptical of it. So now as an adult, mm-hmm. uh, my mom uh, is very much like uh, mind you, my mom's a social worker. So let's just put that out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is like if I call her upset, yeah, about anything. She will always talk about the good out of that whole conversation. Well, you mm-hmm. did get a final round interview, didn't you? You, mm-hmm. you, da 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 da. She's like, he's like, at this point in your life, Nikki, you gotta, you gotta start looking at all the good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this I... funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's not gonna do any looking at, and I'm like, I don't know what, like, I don't even know how to do that, like, uh-huh. <laughs> because I'm too busy looking at the next step of like. I, I, yeah, great. I got a third round interview, but I also have rent I gotta pay. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's other shitty things happening. So that's always that's her thing, and, and my dad's um, the same way. You know, he's like, I know you're working hard, and uh, I don't know why I gotta put on voices for both of my parents, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you're you're you gotta you can't let doubt in your heart, and you gotta keep chucking along. You know, they're very much. Under, they know that I'm that I'm that I'm like that. Mm-hmm. You know. Got it. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's actually a good transition over to my last one. The whole parent front. Um, I was telling just before we started recording that I realized this year that I need to acknowledge that my parents are humans who also have emotions mm-hmm. and needs. Uh, from their kid mm-hmm. and it just dawned on me today I was telling Jess um, that today as I was talking to her I realized that my whole life with my mom specifically I'm very used to her being like you know the strong woman who can bear and mm-hmm. take on anything who doesn't really show emotions like I've never 
I don't think I've ever seen my mom cry or just like show any sort of vulnerabilities. But now that I'm getting older and those layers are being pulled back and she is starting to show those more, especially towards me as her child, I don't embrace that. Mm. I actually like push away from it because mm. it's a very it's uncomfortable for me because I'd never experienced her in that way before. Yeah. But now, you know, as I'm getting older, the world is getting crazier. <laughs> I mean, she's leaning in a lot more to the vulnerabilities of motherhood. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> like, I'm used to being the one that's like, you know, vulnerable and emotional. And she's there to hear it and listen. So when it's the other way around and not her being emotional, like calling me crying, but, you know, just her wanting to make sure I'm OK and wanting to check up on me and stuff like that. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. It's like, what, what is this? Yeah, I mean, it's, it is, I think sometimes with parents, we, you're right, we forget they're human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I think there also is a shift of like, when your kids become adults, it's, oh my gosh, they're growing up. They're no longer yeah. This person yeah. I have to care for and watch over 24-7. Mm-hmm. I have to do it from a distance. And I don't want to be overbearing. And oh my gosh, is everything okay? Da, 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 da. Exactly. You're like, I'm not 10 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how do we take that in as like adults now? Yeah, like yesterday my mom, she called me and I was like, hey. And she was like, hey, are you only going to say hey to me? Like, I'm the person that birthed you. And I'm going to yeah. say, hi, how are you doing? Da, da, da. And I'm like, like, whoa. <laughs> I was like... Whoa! Why are you saying hey from just some random person? And I'm like, is this a real moment? It totally was a real moment, and it made me so uncomfortable. I'm like, would you stop doing that? You know, I don't view you as a person on the street, but I think that's a symptom of my mother wanting to feel more, you know, warm and fuzzies for me. And it's just a very, it's a, it makes me uncomfortable talking about it. To be quite honest, it's a really uncomfortable thing for me. I guess I'm just not used to it from her. Um, and with my dad, I long ago had that realization of, like, my dad is a human who has feelings. Because my dad and I would clash a lot. Oh, my God. Mm. We used to clash so much. And then it got to a point where in us clashing, I started to see him break down emotionally. And I'm like, okay, I have to see my dad for the fact that he is a human and not, yeah. you know, Tim Washington, the machine. Yeah. Because that's how I view my dad from a dream of my life. Tim Washington, the machine, who <laughs> wants, who's a super militant person, who wants things a certain way, and yada, 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 yada. But once I took that persona off of him and saw him as Tim Washington, the man and the father, that's when I started to humanize him a bit mm. more. And I think I'm in the transition of seeing my, tra- like, humanizing my mom a bit more too that that's real mm-hmm. my uh, my mom sent me this on my birthday i was like where is she getting at with this and she says <laughs> <laughs> and to and to let you oh let, and to let you know i'm very proud to have made it through the delivery and then she said the wrong age uh 33 years ago i'm 35 by the way <laughs> What a blessing you were so determined and motivated to begin this thing called life. I said, so are you giving your supper? And then she goes, and, st- and then she finally gets to the point. It still maintained the fire and zest, my 10-pound baby girl. <laughs> Get to the point at the end. She's like, oh, I'm proud I delivered you. Glad you still have the same gumption. 
so proud of myself of birthing you. You should be proud of yourself. Why are you telling me this? ridiculous. <laughs> but I think... Yeah, we have to. They... Because we have to because I'm pretty sure they do the same thing for their parents. And, yeah. you know. And also, what I'm learning is, like, we have... I am grateful that I'm even able to have this relationship with my parents because yeah. not everyone is able to complain about them like we do or you know engage with them and be able to like have them in our lives you Mm -hmm. know and so i think that's what we we take for granted you know my thing is like my goal as i think about like my life now and like what i wanted to be is you know things are stressful now for me right now but Mm -hmm. like my end game is like i have to be able i need to be so sustained that i pour into my parents right like for me that's that's that is so important it's so important to me yeah that you have to pour into that i need to be able to pour into them um because they've poured way much into me so it's like i need to be able to do that and not in like the cliche take care of them when they're old but like be able to do nice things and send you know like really be able to share appreciate because i'm a gift giver that's my love language so i don't know how not to not give but it's hard to give when you don't have the means to give and so uh i want to be able uh to do that Uh, which also is which makes this year really hard for me as well because i haven't been able to like pour into people like the the very thing that brings me joy i have not been able to do Mm. and so it's like and that which is hard for me and um so i've missed a lot of friends of shows i've missed um thank yous and i I just miss i've missed so much on how i show appreciation for other people Mm -hmm. because of how things are going Mm. so that's been hard so but yeah porn and those parental units is a thing it is it makes me (laughs) <laughs> it, it, it's how remember when i told y'all that i don't like to talk about periods it makes me uncomfortable this is in that same category <laughs> periods like, and talking about your parents emotions and i don't know why because <laughs> both of these things i i don't know i don't know why i can only articulate the feeling i cannot articulate the why behind um, that's funny it makes me feel yeah. like Ugh. i'm just hoping by like i want I want to get to December and be able to, like, properly have gifts for people. Yeah. L- literally, that is a goal. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to buy a proper gift for people who have done really good things for me. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's a pretty decent goal. Yeah, I mean, it's doable. But yeah. I want to be able to do it with no stress. I don't want to have to, like, look at my bank account and be like, well, I only have this i can actually really only get that. i want to just be able to like just do just it. do it mm-hmm. uh yeah that's that is that has really been been like my my main goal mm-hmm. and then someone asked me um if i uh if i was going to like leave chicago and i was like i'm not going anywhere mm-hmm. uh i mean i thought about it but like i'm 
I can't, or there's nowhere for me to go. Like, I've got contracts, like. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't do that. Uh, I don't know if it's not my time. It's not my time. I don't know if the universe better not be pushing me out. Looking at you, G-O-D. Uh, <laughs> I hope not. Man, that'll be too much. That's too much. I don't think about that. <laughs> really? That'll be, that'll be, that'd be weird. Uh, but, you know, can I go, can I, it's that, like I just said, sometimes you gotta press the restart button mm-hmm. hard and fast. But I think there's gonna be other ways I'm going to press that reset button and I'm gonna write it out. I have some things in mind. Like, one thing I told you, like, over, before we started was, like, uh, my social circles. Mm-hmm. Um, either reconnecting with some and being more intentional about those people um, and then, like, putting myself out there, not in a dating way, friends, but, like, just meeting other people and other circles outside of. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to this bar by my apartment because I was going to treat myself to brunch for my birthday. Nice. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to treat myself to brunch. I'm going to have me a beverage and something. Got to chatting up with the people next to me mm-hmm. before I know I'm three shots in and uh, a... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and a Bloody Mary Ed. And I was getting ready to pay, and the bartender goes, oh, somewhere you already paid for your dinner. Oh. And I was like, hmm? <laughs> and I was like, what? Because I told him it was my birthday, but not like, it's my birthday. And I was like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, what are you here for? I was like, yeah, I'm just celebrating, you know, just, I thought I'd treat myself, and I just chatting it up with these two people and and everything. And, and then for, they, the, the married couple next to me was the ones that bought my. Mm, that was bought nice my, Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hmm, I'm coming back here. <laughs> the, the bartender was nice. And like, it's just, the, the married couple was like, oh, you've got to come here. That's Johnny. They work here. That's Jimmy. He's been coming here for a long time. Like, they just said the stories were everyone in, yeah. the, in this bar. And I was like, it's like, cheers. <laughs> and I, and it's, I was like, I'm, I'm sold. I'll be back. I'm going yeah. back. Nice. Yeah. But that's what I mean, like, I, for certain, that gave me so much positive energy, just being in a different space, mm-hmm. talking with people that I didn't even know lived in my neighborhood. Like, it was, right. like, just little stuff like that, you know? Like, my new band, like, it's a whole set of people, new people I'm going to learn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and be in different bars and whatnot. I think that's, for me, that's where I gotta, you know, stop and restart and hanging out with, like other spaces and other mm-hmm. other things and just kind of wash my hands of the last 11, 10 years I've been living here mm-hmm. and like really really start yeah yeah I might have to legit Marie Kondo my apartment and like yeah. make it look like I have some style and not like I look like a bachelor <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. I They like, say that um, your living space is like a clue into your head space. Well, then y'all do not want to come to my space. Because right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like discombobulated. Yeah. Uh, but I bought some new sheets and I thought to myself, this is luxury. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's like, there's these little things I think I honestly need to really, really dive into. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Because I'm, I, you know, not saying that I'm not, we're not going to have shitty days. And I may have another shitty month, right? Like, it's just, that's just the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to, and I need to figure out my social media. Like, there's just a lot of things that I'm like, I need to 
yeah. mix and X and get my mind right. That's real. I'm not getting on the salt mode though, because I've been eating like shit for the last three days. You're so. not getting on what? Oh, oh, you do your weigh-ins on Monday. I do do my weigh-ins on Monday. And I haven't. I been... think you should do to have like a really vulnerable moment around like where you. I thought about it. Uh, I did think about it. <laughs> uh, this morning actually, I was like, oh god, people probably think I'm not trying to do this fit in these Jane situations. But I said <laughs> I was going to do it by my birthday, and now I have half of Instagram mad at me. None of those things are true. <laughs> mm-hmm. But. Uh, because I did want to fit in those jeans by like my birthday, mm-hmm. which would have been this weekend, um, and none of those things happened. Uh, but that's okay. I'm not mad about it. Um, but I also know February was shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta restart again. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Yeah. But but yeah, I think, I think people who are following it are gonna appreciate that. Yeah, I think that's where I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take that approach of, mm-hmm. of restarting. Um, all I need to do is find a job, friends. So if you're out there in the world and you're listening, and I've been very trying to be hush-hush and quiet about this horror ordeal because honestly, America, I thought I was going to have one by the end of January. <laughs> but if you know any places that are hiring in the Chicago area, feel free to email redwhiteandcoconutoil at gmail.com. Be sure to specify your intention on <laughs> the subject line, please. Because, uh, yeah, that's... That's real. Um, yeah. And if you're a single male and find either one of us attractive, you can also hit us up. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Hop it empty. Uh yeah. I are we I think I think we're good now. Yeah, I think we're good. That was a nice moment. Uh we're gonna So move. your biggest thing is their reset. That's good. Yeah, I need I need to. I need to reset. I need to really figure out this like happiness thing um for myself mm-hmm. yeah i've got it covered for other people mm-hmm. like i will pour all the joy into mm-hmm. other people i will give everyone all the advice i will let them know how amazing they are mm-hmm. i will uh have this podcast and tell you how awesome things you can do x y and z yeah however you gotta take your own shit i gotta take my own i got mm-hmm. you Say thank you when someone's giving me a compliment. I've got to plan something and not feel the weight on my shoulders while I'm doing it out of fear of I ain't shit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, there's, like, so many things I need to accept um, about about things and not. Yeah. And also, like, be okay with the fact that that makes me cry. So, if, <laughs> If I cry, no one should ask me what's wrong with me. Because <laughs> that's what happens. If you mm-hmm. do good things for me, I'm going to cry. Right. And 90% of the time, I hold that in. Mm. And then I'll uh, find a moment within that time, and I'll go to the bathroom and let it all out. Mm-hmm. Get myself together and go back into that space. Mm. I've done that a thousand times. A thousand times. Yeah. So... I don't know why I'm scared people see me weak. Hmm. Or even tears of joy. Oh my god, you don't even seem like that. I was going to say, does that mean something to you? Do you think that people... Well, I, I think you just said it. You don't want people to see you weak. So you equate that with being weak. I... But I feel like you know that crying is not weak. But I think that when you may think that when people see you cry specifically that... Yeah, and I and I I feel like I have imposter syndrome. I feel like it's like, 
Jessica's upset, hold the phone. Mm-hmm. We need to fix this. And I'm like, then I get even more awkward because now you've seen me. You've seen how I react yeah. to, like, a, a situation or you see how I react <clears throat> to uh, uh, good or how I react to, uh, you know, the understanding that, like, maybe I do deserve good things. I deserve mm-hmm. it. And I know I have to find a fine line so I'm not being boastful. You know? Yeah. Which is crazy. And people are going to be like, well, Jessica, your Instagram looks like you're really body, but you're a really positive person. Let me, let me, yes. All those things are true. I'm mm-hmm. extremely positive. I have a very good confidence in the physicality of who I am as a person. Mm. As if that's, that's, yeah, I'm very confident. Yeah. Yes, I am good-looking female. However, <laughs> my mentality of how I personally view myself is completely different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how you all view me is different than how what I view myself. Yep. And so, and there's parts of me I get fearful about disclosing to other people because I don't want it to take away from what others already think that I am. Hmm. Yeah. So, so either I do a few things, right? I continue to be more vulnerable on my social media platforms, <laughs> or I, uh, I, I, I just, or actually, honestly, I just need to accept the fact that that's who I am as a person. And if people are not okay with that, then that means you don't fuck with me. And yeah. Then that comes the the learning of rejection from my Mary from J. My... Blair said. And so take me <laughs> as I am. Mary J. Blige, she said. <laughs> oh, I have nothing at all. Yeah, but that don't mean you go around and be saying, Jessica's so sensitive. She did it and it died. She cried about everything. And that's if like they my, do, who cares? That's my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. That's a fear of mine. If someone would do something like that, then that's not the person needs to be in your life. Well, then fuck them. Fuck them all. Like El Varna said. Fuck it all. I can go on with the song. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, if they're going to do perceive you to be a certain way and then broadcast that based off of their judgment and perception, then they don't need to be in your life. I know. What an off pod, uh, episode today. It was needed, obviously. I, I showed a side to you all that makes no sense to the previous episode <laughs> that we just had. But <laughs> now you can just take a glimpse of what goes on in my head. Uh but also, I'm a human, right? We're human. Mm-hmm. We have we have feelings and we have hard times. And we yep. have to structure ourselves to, like, be okay in those moments. The first step is admitting you have a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is that. I think we're gonna... Come what did you take away? What did you take away? Right? I'm gonna press this restart button hard and fast. Um, restart button for you. Oh. I, my two big ones, I don't know if I can even choose between the two, is humanizing my parents. Humanizing parent parental units. And continuing to, like, bask in this solitude and being alone. While still mm. wanting a partner. Like, I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive. Desperate for somebody or, oh, I don't want to be with anybody. Like, I yeah. think you can be okay with being alone while still, you know, wanting a partner. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to have them in 2019. We're going to meet. This is this is literally three months of our lives, y'all. Yep. This is deep shit, man. <laughs> deep shit. 
Let's go to the affirmation corner. I can't do the, the uh, intro to that. You affirmation corner, yeah. Welcome yeah. to this segment of our show. <laughs> I could not have pulled that off. It would have sounded terrible. We speak about the affirmations of our life. I am your host. <laughs> and welcome to the affirmation corner. Um, for, once again, Jessica did not compare with an affirmation, um, cause I was too, honestly, fun fact, I was telling Tatiana this, I was worried about doing this episode because I was like, how much do I disclose? So I was too busy thinking about that these last couple of days. Yeah. I was like, how do I get around and not come off that I'm not the person that people, meh. Okay, yeah. so, <laughs> so I do not have an aff- affirmation. Do you have one? I do. Um... My affirmation is this. <clears throat> Actually, I'll do two since you don't have one. Oh. Uh, one of them. Okay, so I've been really, if you've been following me on Instagram at wellness with SOG, side of greens, which I may just change to Tatiana. And last year I thought I was going to do like this whole brand thing. And I quickly learned that I, that stuff is not for me. It's for me in terms of like providing a vision, but then in terms of like carrying the stuff out. That's I would have to hire somebody for that. It's too much for me for for my personal taste. But anyway, um, I have been posting these videos. Oh my gosh, this guy on Instagram. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he posts like all of these like really. His name is Ben Lion Scott, um, and he posts all of these like super Ben Lionel Scott. I'm sorry, super motivational um videos on Instagram, and it's it's. It's just motivation to just go out and do something. Crash your uh, crash, crush your goals. Um, stay on top of whatever journey you're on. Um, being disciplined, like all these different things, right? And so I was watching one, and one of them, uh, one of the things that was said in it that I'm going to pull out now is excuses sound best to those who are serving them. Mm. Um, and the second one is if you want to take the island, you need to burn the boats. Um, I had a lot of boats to buy. <laughs> <laughs> so that first one, excuses sound best to those who are serving them. I mean, we believe our own shit all the time, right? Like, yeah. Um, when I heard that, it pushed me even more to like step away from narratives that I create and look at the reality of something and let go of the narrative and excuses that I'm making based off of what I think I'm seeing versus what what's actually happening. Um, so yeah, you, you're going to always find an excuse for things, um, that you're doing, but step away from them. They're going to always sound best to you. Step away from them and just go out and do shit. That was that one. So I don't have a super elaborate explanation around it. I just kind of remembered it in the moment. And the second one is that if you want to take the island, then you got to burn the boats. Oh, when he said that, that like did something to my spirit. I was like, oh, that's so true. If you want to go out and do something in concrete, you got to burn all the things, all your plan A's and your plan B's and your C's through Z's, you got to burn all of them and just go out and do it full force head on. Yeah. Stop with the safety nets. Stop with the, I'm going to half ass do this because I'm too afraid of what's going to happen mm-hmm. if I fully do it. So I'm going to have, you know, my rowboat be on the side as like my scapegoat just in case. No, burn all of that stuff and just go and take that island and do what you need to do to take it on without all your other plans and you know so you're not backpedaling and trying to maneuver your way out of something based out off of fear does that make sense yeah yeah i like it well i'm gonna burn all my boats 
And then um, I'm going to uh, work on not creating narratives in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which we talked a lot about that last episode. Yeah. No ego. So yeah. go back and listen to that one. So, my friends, that concludes another episode of uh, Red, White, and That's my alarm. The Alarm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, this was this was a good episode. It was just an opportunity for us, for you all, to like get to kind of see what's going on in our, our heads in this moment in time. Yeah. Um, I hope you all are moving forward and conquering things. Um, but at the end of the day, keep doing what you're doing. You deserve all the things. I'm Jess. And I'm Tatiana. Pieces and words. We're working on it. You know. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>